This is episode 19 of the Fire Protection Podcast, powered by InspectPoint. Today, I sit down with Chris Logan of the Fire Sprinkler Podcast. So it's actually brought to you by the Fire Sprinkler Podcast as well. Um, Chris and I did a dual podcast on Friday. Try to make it a little bit fun since we're, we're, we've been stuck in uh, uh, containment for uh, uh, the last uh, week and coming up on two weeks here. So uh, no new news since Friday. Luckily, um, people continue to stay in. Businesses continue to shut down, especially in the Northeast, Canada, on the West Coast. And uh, yeah, a lot, of, a lot of trouble sometimes out there, but we'll definitely get through it. Um, we try to uh, have fun on the podcast as well as uh, get into some uh, some tough questions. So anyway, hope you enjoy. Again, it's a, a little informal podcast and uh, Chris and I decided to do one together to keep it light. Enjoy. Yeah, we'll cross that bridge. Cool. All right, we're off. We are off. So uh, yeah, let's dual post this thing. Yeah, so Drew, Drew Slocum, Inspect Point Fire Protection Podcast, Chris Logan, Fire Sprinkler Podcast. Uh, we started talking years ago when I started my podcast. And, uh, you know, when when you launched yours, we kind of got into it together. And, you know, you, you reached out to me and said, hey, I'm going to be starting one. What do you think? And I said, please do, because I'm sick of listening to myself in the car on the drive to work. Right. How's everything working out for you? Uh, it's great. Um you know, we've got some extra time on our hands these days. So, uh, unfortunately, <laughs> so, uh, I've got a couple, uh, getting re- ready to record next week. Um, inspect points doing really well. I don't, you know, there's a lot of uncertainty out there, obviously. So uh, I'm sure we'll get into that, but, uh, no, it's going well. This podcast is, it's a fun, it's a fun thing to do. And, uh, I'm glad you got it kicked off and then, <laughs> I think it was right after. It's been almost a year, I think. For it was last April was the first episode. Yeah, I was going to say you're coming up on a year. I'm coming up on two and a quarter, something like that. At the end of February of 2018 is when I started mine. Yeah, and uh, it's been fun. Like uh, never, ever would I get the chance to talk to people in the industry that I've gotten the chance to talk to. So it worked out a lot. You know, it worked out in my favor 100 percent because it kind of it got other people interested in creating content like you like yeah. I, this this is exactly what my game plan was is hopefully i could do it long enough where somebody else would want to do it and then i would have something to listen to yeah so, exactly yeah there's a there's, a, there's a there's only one one other that popped up that i know of it's the life safety podcast so i'll give him a plug okay but uh, i haven't life i haven't listened to podcast. too many of them yeah um yeah Ru- ruben garcia has done it. it it's more on the, the passive passive fire protection like fire doors uh maybe i should probably listen to the podcast more (laughs) (laughs) but no it's been fun i've talked to a lot of people that i really respect in the industry and um you know there's a lot of people reaching out from from all over the country all over the world it's weird you see the analytics of the of the podcast come in and who's listening to it and the majority of it's north america canada and the u.s but then there'll be like random spots in like new zealand or southeast asia or it, yeah it's kind of wild it's neat to see i've got i've got like a i've got a decent following of about 30 or 40 people in australia like spread across 
Australia that that download religiously listen to the podcast and it's awesome like it's cool I've hit every every content now except for Antarctica which is uh, I'm just waiting waiting for somebody down in Antarctica to give me at least one download so that I can say I'm on every content so that my buddies because I told my buddy oh yeah I'm on every I'm on every continent they're like oh yeah who listens in Antarctica I'm like, oh. there's got to be a firefighter <laughs> or a fire official down there somewhere <laughs> yeah I'm gonna have to link up I'm going to go through my contacts and see if I have any business cards. That's funny. So, let, let, so let's, get, let's get to yeah, it. People don't want to hear us chat. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's nice talking to you again. Yes. Um, but, yeah, um, you, you reached out to me. You wanted to kind of talk about everything that's going on now. If you are unaware of what's going on now, you've been living under a rock. Um, and... and I think actually it's safe to say that most people out there have been living under a rock just because of the situation that's going on. Nobody's traveling, nobody's going out and about. Um, how are things in uh, in New York? Well, I'm I'm in, I'm in Connecticut, so I, uh, I, okay. I'm, I'm glad I'm you know New York City's. We, we moved to Connecticut about a, a year ago now. Um, lived there for about eleven years, but still staying uh, quite attached to it because. Uh, I'm head of the fire sprinkler uh, contractors association there. So that is, it's, it's changing by the hour. I feel like. So every day, uh, mayor de Blasio, as well as uh, governor Cuomo, Andrew Cuomo are, are having just press conferences on what's going on. Um, you know, I got to stay on top of construction there because they're, they're threatening to shut down all construction. Um, which is it's kind of crazy if you shut down all construction in the largest city in North America, right? Um, yeah. So how does that not just hurt the construction, but fire sprinkler everything? How does that? How does the whole money flow going on with development and all that? Um, fire safety, luckily enough, is an essential. Um, it's categorized an essential business. So. Mm-hmm. All those workers, construction workers and um, service and inspection workers are still are still going at it. But, you know, that could change. And I don't I don't think, you know, I think service of the buildings with fire protection is going to stay there. It's just I think some of the new construction is going to get hit either way, whether it's a job site shutdown or just funding of the projections. It's kind of wild. As a, as a as a sprinkler contractor as well, that's what I'm waiting for. It's not waiting like with my fingers crossed, but uh, you know, materials getting harder and harder to get. Delivery guys don't want to come out and send out material if there's anybody on site. Um, I'm waiting for being in Canada and being in Ontario. I'm waiting for the premier to just say we're doing a provincial shutdown, shutting down all construction, and um, just like in the states, I'm sure there's been you know two or three press conferences a day. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's fascinating to watch how they're reacting to something that's never been, it's never been an issue before. This is something that we've never experienced in my lifetime. And I, I mean, pretty young, not to toot my own horn, but, uh, you know, there's never been a situation that's affected literally everybody in the world. In the like world. This. Yeah. It's that not just cool. a, oh, yeah, there's a little bit of a financial crunch in southwestern Ontario or in, in, out west or in the state. No, this is like a, a, a pandemic. It's a, world, it's a worldwide pandemic. And, yeah. it's, uh, you know, it's, it's, it sucks to see, but it's also, I think it is bringing out a lot of good in people for the most part. 
for the most there part. are still people that aren't understanding exactly what needs to be uh what needs to be done um but i mean it's a time thing right like it's it's going to hit, I think it's going to hit everybody and I think it's going to be bad for a little while. And I, I just hope construction in general is, is able to adapt to the situation. Yeah. You're going to, I think, I think either way it's, it, it's going to take a hit to the economy. You know, there's a few things, obviously the health risks, that's, that's number one, but um, right. a, a personal and, and family and all that, but it, it's going to, the healthcare systems are going to be in flux for months and maybe hopefully not years to come, but um, potentially just in flux of how, how things are handled. But, uh, and then the, the economic, which is huge as well, because every, everything, every little thing that gets shut down is just going to be a ripple effect. So uh, construction, I think, you know, if we go into a recession or even beyond that um, deep recession, you know, construction companies are going to have to adapt fire protection companies, fire sprinkler companies. So, um, you know, I'm going to plug in spec point right now, but we're trying to work on some, you know, now we have some time and people are at home. We're going to work on some just, just video uh, webinars to try to keep people positive for one, but Hey, while you're indoors, let's, let's focus on your business and see if we can do anything to kind of come out of this a little better. So. It has, it has given a lot of people the opportunity to, uh, you know, maybe not, it sucks because the cash flow is essentially you're not going to feel it now. You're going to feel it in 30 days or whatever right. your payment terms are. It's right. a contract, right? If your payment terms are 10 days or 15 days or 30 or 60 days for maybe some out there, I hope not, but you know, people are going to feel it in 30 days from now when all the invoices for the inspections that were done in the past week get rolled out yeah. and the payments don't flow in. That's when everybody's going to start feeling the crunch and yeah. they're starting to know it. Like you're starting to see it now. You're starting to see the layoffs and stuff like that. Um, it's 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 a different animal. Um, I am happy to see that the government has stepped up to offer financial assistance. At least in Canada, I'm sure they're doing it in the states as well. Um, you know, they typically in Canada when you apply for unemployment insurance, um, there's a two week waiting period where you don't get paid for two weeks, and then your money starts. They waive that. So if I'm off, you know, if I decide. Monday, I'm laid off. Uh, I will get paid for that week, the following week, et cetera, et cetera. Oh, nice. That's nice. I, yeah, there's something going on in the States. I, you know, I, we'll see what happens. I think they're trying to do the best, but it, a lot of this is unknown too. So there, there maybe have to be multiple stimulus packages or whatever. Uh, I know uh, I just got alerted that tax day moved uh, three months out. So that's, that's great for us here yeah. in the States. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We just got uh, ours. Ours as well was just pushed to we have until June first, and um, uh, as well for renewing license plates and and uh, you know driver's license, health cards, things like that. All renewing all those just got pushed back to at least June first. Wow. Yeah, it, it's it's unprecedented, man. It, it it it's weird every day, you know, because we've uh, you know I've been stuck inside here. I went to the grocery store last night, which was that was. It was fine. I got enough food, but it, it, it's just a weird, it's a weird feeling being out there with nobody's talking to each other. I don't know. It's God. So. Uh, yeah. So I'm, I live in a small town in Canada, obviously. So a pretty friendly, pretty friendly country for the most part. Um, people are still, you know, 
everybody for the most part is keeping that six foot distance right you know, everybody's still oh hey how's it going uh everybody you know everyone's i'm a, I'm a handshake guy i'll shake anybody's hand <laughs> that reaches out or says hello to me hey how's it going uh so that was a huge for a day or two i'd reach out and then automatically uh go back to the like you know, oh multi-elbow here we go let's uh <laughs> kind of switch gears here we're not touching anymore we'll do the elbow bump but nowadays it's even <laughs> how's it going <laughs> at least you get my contact right little wave <laughs> yeah that's... hi how are you doing today <laughs> yeah. well yeah it's, what, uh, what you... yeah go, go ahead. ahead no no you go i'm gonna um, i'm gonna i'm gonna open up a beer chris because i i've had one sitting here yep <laughs> Oh wow, what a nice what a nice I know, right? I got my lobster, Narragansett, you know, hometown. <laughs> wow. I open this up. So and I, the circumstances, and I and I have a nice keep it light. Board as well. So Oh goodness, that's nice. Actually, you know what? Um last Thursday was a uh, career fair and industry dinner at Seneca College in Toronto. Uh-huh. And I I finally after a year and a half got rid of my last koozie. Ah. I, I ordered, I think I ordered 1,500 of them. Uh, maybe it wasn't a year and a half. It was probably eight months. But uh, between NFSA was what I ordered them for. I ordered 1,500 for NFSA, and then I brought them to NFCA. And then just different small trade shows in the area. And I finally got rid of my last 150 I had left. And I was so pumped to just finally not have a 1,000 koozies. In my or not koozies, but um, uh, coasters in my basement. So in case anybody out there right now is going to my website to buy some. You're out of well, I, I've got some over here in my office. I've got about 20, so I can put them <laughs> on eBay. Oh, yeah. there you, go. you know what? The price just went up. <laughs> collector's items. So how are you seeing it? You know, I haven't talked to a lot of Canadian companies. You know, I've been, we've been trying to reach out to all of our customers, contractor, you mm-hmm. know, fire sprinkler and beyond. But um, how is, I mean, his... Is construction stopped? Is inspection testing kind of going? Or are people still waiting? So for, for right now, large contract is still on the go. Us as a as a small family owned and operated co- uh, company, we're taking it very serious as far as you know maintaining distances. If we have an inspection that's not, you know, if it's a if it's an annual inspection. As long as we're within the three months of NFPA, we'll try to push it back to three months. We're not going into buildings that we don't have to. We've pushed all um, non-essential work at nursing homes and care facilities shut down. Um, right. Essentially, if we don't be in a building, we're not just going to drain. We're not just going to maintain our existing schedule. Um, we service a lot of chemical refineries here in Sarnia. Um, we've told them, you know, it's not you, it's me. Not going into your plant right now, no, but it's, you know, most, of the, most of the refineries have shut down operations as well to a skeleton crew, non-essential personnel are working from home. Right. So it's everybody's been meeting us with, oh, that's exactly what we want you to do. That's good. Um, I mean, large contract is large contract is different because then you get into the situation where if I simply refuse to show up to a job site. I'm technically in breach of contract. And that's something that I haven't heard any of the government officials talking about yet. Um, is, you know, I have a contract to provide a service. If I don't provide that service without any reason other than, you know, me saying, nah, it's no good. Am I in breach of contract? Right. 
So well, the other thing you have to think about, and I, I guess I'm not a contractor, but I, you know, talk to them all the time. I represent them, but um, what what happens? You know, the economy is going to take a hit either way here. Um, yep. Hey, Chris, your your uh, brightness just went up. So yeah, I saw that. She just got closed. I don't know what happened. Very good. Um, what happens if this? You know, because money flows down from the investors to the developer, to the general contractor, or CM, whatever that is, then down to the sub. So say you send your guys the last couple of weeks, if, if that goes under, are you even gonna get paid for that? Like there's a, a huge risk there I would I would feel too. I don't know. So the Ontario, like, uh, sorry, Trudeau, the prime minister of Canada, uh, people have a love-hate relationship with him. He's either very loved or absolutely hated. Um, I don't know if uh, the guy in the States has a similar kind of relationship with his people. Um, <laughs> people either love him or hate him. Wouldn't want his job, tell you that much. <laughs> yeah, we'll say that. Especially right now. Uh, you know what? There's a lot of people on social media that think they can do his job substantially better. Uh, but I digress. Um, they, they have announced a lot of assistance for small businesses, large businesses, et cetera, et cetera. The, the Canadian government has, has set aside $83 billion in financial assistance specifically for COVID-19. Um, so that's, those kind of things are good to see. I haven't dug too, too much into how I get my hands on $83 billion yet, um, but it is something, you know, as a company we've been looking at and uh, just trying to figure it out, just trying to keep everybody going as long as possible, as well as keeping everybody safe. Uh, I'm not going to force my employees if they would if they don't feel safe at work i'm not going to force them so sure. it's a balancing act of you know help me maintain my contract but at the same time if, if, you know if you if your family wants you home be home you should be home with your family yep yep yeah so it's, it's, just hoping the government sees that and is eventually like you know what let's take a, a two to three week time out here let's just pause everything push everything back for you that's so if, every, that's if everybody's on the same page, though. I, I, if everybody got on the same page, I feel like this would, you know, I don't know. We're going to look back at this podcast, and, and it might be uh, obviously different in a few weeks. So hopefully hopefully it's a lot better and we're out of this. But It could be different tomorrow. Yeah. That's how fast things have been evolving, is that it's, it's changing day by day. Like I said, it's something we've never, we've never seen before. As an industry and as a... You know, as a country, as a as a pop general world population, something we haven't experienced. Sure. Curious to see how uh, you know Italy is getting decimated right now. China was decimated. They're supposed to be on the swing, but yeah, I know it's not. It's all about stats, right? You know, and you know, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's, uh, it's it's wild. Any confirmed cases in your area? Um. It was weird, you know, the, um, in the, the rival daycare that my, that my boys go to, uh, a little kid had it there, which is crazy. It's right really? down the street. Yeah. Um, they caught it from the NBA. Did you, hold on. They, 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 back up here. Did you call it a rival daycare? Ah, rival, whatever. It's the, it's the other daycare in town. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're battling the rival them. daycare. There's fights every other week on the way to school. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go on. 
but, trying to make, um, trying to keep it light. We'll try right to keep now, it right. light. Uh, they, uh, the night or a few days before, they got an autograph from the NBA player that um, came down with it from the Utah Jazz. Wild. So the whole daycare is now in quarantine, self-quarantine for whatever, 18 days. And that's literally mm-hmm. right down the street from us. So I don't know. But nothing in nothing in eastern Connecticut where we're at, but uh, that's in western Rhode Island, which we're on the border of. So, um, right. yeah, it's I don't know. It's uh, luckily I, I have some friend, a lot of friends in New York City, and some in Boston. And um, you know, New York City, it's you know, people, a lot of people can work from home there, but mo- most people are in the indus- in industry or service industry, mm-hmm. so. I don't know. Anything tied to restaurants is, is, uh, it's tough. Yep. So it's, uh, even like small town, I live in small town, like 32, 3,300 people. Uh, there's two major restaurants in town. They're doing takeout only. And actually the big one, I think just said, you know what? We're sending our people home. They're just closed. There's no takeout or anything. It's, and then uh, I, I, I've heard, you know, in our industry or, not the sprinkler side, but the fire protection side is tied to that because you have all these suppression, these Ansel, or sorry, Ansel, Amarac, whatever, the, yep. you know, uh, wet and dry chemical systems that are, that are tied to these restaurants. So, you know, those businesses are, you know, within a day disrupted across the U S yep. it's, it's, yep. It's not hopefully hopefully diversified. And uh, I, I have heard some great stories from this though. We, we had a, um, one of our customers sent us a note the other day that they, um, they have a, uh, some, one of their, one of their kids has a, a severe respiratory problem. And, um, because of inspect point, they're able to work from home and able to continue on their business. So it was, it was a really okay. good, you know, there's a lot of positive, like you said, are coming out of this. So, um, yeah, crazy. It's a balance. It's going to be a balancing act for everybody over the next the next six weeks. I think are going to be crucial for our industry, yeah. um, trying to figure out how to not manipulate, but try to adjust and try to make it so that our, we have we have newer, better systems in place to prevent future uh, illnesses from spreading across the community, um, as well as just gives everybody time to pause. Right, right. everybody just kind of look at the way we're doing things is there a way that we can do things better yep and that's what i've that's what i've been doing for my company just kind of looking at things and how can how can we take this slow down to improve our processes and operations oh yeah yep yeah it's uh, funny uh three weeks ago i think it's at this point there's an fs fssa conference fire suppression systems association down in uh down near Disney World, and it was a great, great show. Got to see a lot of clean agent, a lot of different, and they do everything. You know, there's, a, there's some Canadian companies there. Troy, Troy Life and Fire Safety were there. Thing, there maybe a couple others as well. But um, anyway, um, the keynote speaker wrote a book called Rock the Recession, and this is literally like two and a half weeks ago. So I'm I'm like reading this book now, Rock the Recession to get your business and a lot of it's geared toward contractors. And if you don't have a good plan ready, um, and you don't have to have it all always written down, but at least in your mind of what, what do you do? 
what do you do if your largest customer all of a sudden or your largest income stream just leaves? So, um, I don't know. It's, it, it's really eerie that that happened like two and a half weeks ago. And now we're in the, we're in the boat where it's a, definitely a recession, but how, how deep is it going to go? Right. Where do you see it as a um, technology provider? Like, uh, essentially, you're an industry, I won't say an industry assistant, but you help out the fire protection industry. How do you see a lot of the smaller contractors like myself, as well as the bigger contractors, uh, getting to the other side of the hill? Well, I'm, I'm going to reference some of the book here, but, um, you know, the biggest thing that, so construction's heavily tied to new construction in fire sprinkler, alarm, and even on the suppression, definitely on the suppression side too. What gets you through the other side is the inspection and service. So if you have a good balance right. in your portfolio, that's what, yes, you're going to have to downsize on the other side, but that's what pays the bills and what's going to keep money coming in, revamp your business in the process. And then you come out when that, when that new construction picks up again, you're, you're coming out and you have a bigger platform on, on your service side. Um, and generally that's higher profit as well. So, um, cause you're not dealing with a GC, you're dealing more with an owner getting, you know, emergency right, yeah. services and, and things like that. So, um, if you have that good balance right now, perfect. It, it, you know, if you've got to, you've got to scale up, but if, if you're 90% new construction, 10%, you know, service, it's gonna, it's gonna be a big hit, I think. Mm -hmm. So, but the other side of that sales marketing, that's what they said, you know, as well in the book is a lot of money gets taken out of the, uh, you know, taken out of uh, different businesses. So they, they pull back on anything they don't need. Sales and marketing put, could be potential to, to really, to really drive that, you know, and it's not, it's not right away, you know, recessions last. If I had a crystal ball, I'd be a, a billionaire, but <laughs> I, don't, I don't think this one's going any uh, way anytime soon. No, it's, it's, you know, we've said it a couple of times now already. It's day to day. We have yeah. no idea where it's going to be in a week. We have no idea where it's going to be in a month. We have, you know, it's uh, it, it's crazy time. We've yeah. been using, um, you know, all our office staff is working from home. All of our office That's staff. That's great. Is That's right? great. You're geared up for that. What I've been hearing in a lot of contractors, uh, uh, what I've I've talked, I've been talking to a lot of them. A lot of them didn't even. Some of them didn't even have laptops for their employees. So it's like, oh man. You know, and then I talked to my cousin who's in, who's in like digital technology sales and laptops and everything are back ordered, like beyond where anything's ever been. I haven't been to Best Buy because I've been trying to stay home as often as possible. <laughs> I'm sure it's, I'm sure it's bare, right? Yeah. 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 Hmm. So. It's, uh, it's crazy times. The only thing we can tell everybody is to, it's, uh, you know, wash your damn hands, <laughs> stay at home. Yeah. Keep your family safe. That's really the. Uh, you know, do yeah. we have any specific advice for fire protection people right now? No, it's just stay safe and, uh, you know, just pay attention. It's stay safe, but it, like you said before, you, like what you're doing is taking some time to reflect and see what what you need to do in the short term and what you need to do in the medium term. And you're gonna have, I think everybody's gonna have some time on their hands in the next couple of weeks. So. 
you know, you have some time to reflect on that. Don't and stay positive. Wash your damn hands. Yes, definitely. But I think positivity <laughs> will um, will get you out of it, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, what else? Uh, do you have anything else you wanna you wanna talk about before we get off here? Like, mm-hmm. just about, you know, you reached out. You wanted to talk generally about the situation with COVID nineteen and how the industry is gonna, you know, potentially get through this. But uh, I don't think either of us have an answer for how the industry is going to get through this or what we can do other than just, you know, stick it out. I mean, we're fire to... and life safety, I think, is a pretty safe industry to be in um, a new, new new commercial construction and residential construction. It'll take a, it'll take a dip, but it'll definitely come back. So, right. Um, you know, take, say, you know, you're going to put out some podcasts, right, in the next. I'm. I'm planning on, you know, there's going to be a lot of industry people that aren't out or aren't, aren't working. So I'm right. assuming there's going to be a lot of people that want to talk sprinkler. And that's, uh, you know, that's my bread and butter. I'll talk sprinkler all day. So yeah. if there's anybody out there, again, that wants to come on and, and talk about a new product or talk about a new procedure or, or an idea or anything, any suggestions for anybody out there that's kind of losing their mind with this lockdown, uh, reach out to me. Or I'm sure Drew's looking for people to talk oh, to yeah. as well. Yep. Uh, reach out to either of us, your preferred podcast. Maybe we'll say that. And <laughs> let's, let's get content out there for people in the industry to, you know, stay involved and not kind of not fall off the map, but fall off the map, right? Keep everybody interested. Yeah, I've got two geared up. I think for next week, we have a bunch of webinars that we're doing internally to, to try to keep people in touch or even progress. So stay in tune with that. But I would, I would love any ideas. And again, we're all, uh, we're all in the same boat. And the quicker we do this, I think the quicker this thing is over. And we're back. Yeah, back stay to home. Times. Wash your damn hands. And let's get back to work here as soon as we can. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Cheers, Chris. All right. True. Yeah, we'll talk again soon here. Look at we'll even, yeah, look at that. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Have a good one. Uh, as soon as we get off the phone, go wash your damn hands. Sounds good. Thanks for listening to episode 19 of the Fire Protection Podcast. Chris Logan from the Fire Sprinkler Podcast and I had a, had a great time on Friday and wanted to uh, thank all, all the listeners out there that have been supporting us over over the last couple of years, about a year with us, but Chris has been doing this the longest. So uh, yeah, big shout out to him. And again, stay in touch. Feel free to reach out to either of us. Uh, we're always willing to talk about whatever topic, especially we have some uh, downtime the next couple of weeks. So again, hope you enjoyed and come back soon. <laughs>